0: Welcome to Politically Incorrect, number two, August 31st, 2021. I'm Hamilton Steele.
1: And I'm Ghost, his co-host.
0: Because this is such a new broadcast, I figure it's probably good that for the next little while we tell people who we are. Uh, Ghost and myself, we produce adult content. Lack of a better way of putting it, we're pornographers. And I'm also a porn star, because I do get in front of the camera, but you don't. I don't. We've been told over and over again when people talk to us because we run another broadcast that we have a very unique way of looking at the world's events and problems. So this is just focusing on politics. There will be no adults here. All right.
1: With that said, what's our topic for today?
0: Afghanistan. Okay. It's a mess.
1: Always has been?
0: Well, you know, that's just the point. It always has been. I mean... uh, 20 years ago there was people saying don't go in there.
1: Yet they still went in.
0: And they still went in. But this goes back to, t- to even before I was before you and I was born. Because Afghanistan had the Russians in there at one time. And the same thing happened. It was a mess. It was a mess. And it just kind of goes to prove if you you know don't remember history you're going well, to repeat you to repeat it. You're doomed to repeat it. And so here we are and I don't think, personally, this could have gone down any other way. I don't think there was a, a nice way of pulling out. I don't think there was a good way of pulling out. I mean, uh, the Taliban over there had one agenda, and only one agenda. And that was get out. As far as they're concerned, it's their home. Get the hell out. And they were going to fight. And if you look at their equipment, that well, prior to the pullout, the equipment that they had over there was um, pretty old. I mean, we're looking at Vietnam-era sort of uh, firearms and whatnot. And they were just going to continue to do what they do until they won. And that's exactly what they've done in this case. Uh, I was looking at some of the headline news. and First of all, you've got the, uh, the White House, Saki. She's claiming that there are no refugees. That's according to Fox News. Left over there, and I find that kind of hard to believe.
1: It's a large, well, okay, compared to the U.S., it's a small country, but it's still it's an entire country. To, to say that is, you're well, kidding yourself. Well,
0: I'm I'm looking at it this way: if you can't manage to get your equipment out of the place, what are the odds that you got the people out?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can usually track down your your equipment. Usually, but if a it, person that moves around on its own, you have no idea where it's gone. If there was any type of possible orderly pull-out,
0: you would have gotten your equipment out, too. And henceforth, all the people would be gone. But you kind of just cut and run. So, you know, if the equipment's left behind, there's going to be people left behind. You know, and uh, governments lie. Like, I mean, you and I, we was in uh, Japan after that big, huge huge tsunami a few years ago. And remember the government? What was it saying? Well, it saying they got everyone. They got no... There's no bodies. We've collected all the dead bodies. And we were there because we was filming. And we were like, well, let's go take a look at the devastated area. We were only a couple of hours away yep. from it. And literally, the government was saying, no, no, we've cleared it up. It's the whole thing. And we're standing there going, you forgot a body. And you forgot that one over there. Oh, there's another three, four over there that I can see. You know, look at this dog over there. He's literally screaming for his master. Go, let's go get the dog. And you and I ended up spending the day rescuing animals. Not much good that did, did it? No. But... I mean, you know, it's... But and, and governments do this. They lie.
1: They lie constantly. And if the government told you the weather, check out your window.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. You know, we, we have to deal with the government.
1: I mean, at this point, governments lie so much. If they say something, assume it's wrong.
0: They lie more than we do.
1: They lie more than they tell the truth.
0: Like, I'm not going to go into any information or specifics about the adult mystery, but there's a few things guaranteed. When a guy comes to the door in one of our videos with a pizza box, he's not really a pizza delivery guy. You know. Really. Well, that's the, stu- there,
1: there, the odd
0: okay well you know that's that's the stupidity of the internet that's the amateurs yeah. let's be honest okay they we've seen them hide the, the camera and the girl shows up at the door naked or whatever you know that's the amateurs okay we don't do that stuff because we deal with government and we'd get arrested
1: yeah
0: you know it. it's, it's, it's I mean, a, you
1: don't know who's a pizza boy was gonna come show up at the door. You'd be a teen working for uh, during summer break.
0: It, it could be anything. And it's, it's... It's the double standard. But in the case of government... Not only... Would there not be a pizza boy... Showing up at the door... You'd get the video... And you're likely to have a blank screen. Or you'd get the video... And... It's somebody's dog catching a frisbee in the park. Or you'd get the video... And it gets flagged that is a possible extremist activity. This this is the the mess that government creates every single time, you know. And our industry and we can say that because our industry has to deal with a huge double standard. And a case in point, it was like you put the pizza boy. Another case in point, the adult tube sites, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. I
0: mean, we release on DVD. And we can have the FBI or any representative of the government come through the doors and search our records to make sure that every single person in that video was an adult. However, I could take that same video, be a a nameless nobody, and upload it to an adult tube site.
1: Yep, and nothing would happen.
0: Not a thing. I distribute. I got to make sure that the distributors, the people who replicate the DVD... Have a copy of all of that paperwork. Yep. It's literally got to go through a whole chain of command. Not if you're a tube site, though. But not if you're a tube and Completely illegal. And who, and who created this mess? Government. Government. They let it sit. You know, we, we deal with uh, one person who was the old school. He was back in the day of the mob. And as he put it, he said, it was always clean, above board. We knew what it was about. And this is just what government does. In the midst of all of this the Taliban, according to rule to Reuters, is declaring victory.
1: Well, uh, their objective was to get the U.S. out. The U.S. is pulling out. And that, that that That's
0: victory. That's victory. But I was thinking to myself, you know, it kind of really sucks when you're the world's most powerful, most advanced military and you get your rear end handed to you by going to be non-politically correct here, you get your rear end handed to you by a bunch of untrained goat farmers. Yeah. Well, Mind you, 20 years of fighting them probably brought them up to speed pretty good, but you get my point.
1: Yeah, but I... I like to look at it on a more positive note because the political situation out here in the U.S. right now is so messed up oh, yeah. that if they were able to get their butts kicked by a bunch of, as you say, goat farmers... That might be good for the American people because it looks like they might be in need of kicking their own government's ass soon. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you know, that kind of brings me to
1: the whole thing about what's
0: going on with the military. Like, I mean, um... They, you know, Are they like,
1: pulling back because they're expecting, uh... problems on the home front?
0: No, nah, I think they're probably pulling back because of money. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be downright blunt. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's like us in business here. We don't stop doing what we're doing until it stops making us money. You know, and if it stops making us money, then we kind of just shelve it. And if it starts costing us money, out in the garbage it goes. And I think that's exactly what happened here. Afghanistan has been costing the U.S. economy a lot of money for a lot of time. And all these lockdowns and this COVID and all that is, you know, they're like pulling back. They can't afford to stay there. I mean they're fighting in Afghanistan, they're in Iraq. This is about money. And add to that, let's be honest, the Chinese have got their eyes on Afghanistan at this time too.
1: So, yeah, let them deal with that mess.
0: Well, I think China's probably gonna take a different approach to it.
1: Oh, well, they don't exactly have a very good human rights track, so I don't think they care. Yeah, they don't. Well the Chinese yeah. don't care about them a lot, actually, when you Get to know them like on a culture. Not all Chinese. This is generality, of course. But when you get to know them on the a cultural level, the culture, a cultural, level, yeah, they, the they, they don't give a shit.
0: Well, and again, we could say that because we've been in China. I mean, this is you want to get into some of the uh, the the proverbial dirtbag things that guys in our job do. Well, you know, going into China and making adult films is really risky business. It's not exactly what I'd call a. Uh, government-friendly operation and we've gone there why money
1: yeah
0: I mean we, we make good money in China I wouldn't want to live there no you know I know those guys that go there and they're I'm like no I don't want to live there I don't want to deal with this sort of stuff and even, I mean
1: I think at this point everyone's seen the videos like the little girl who got ran over and just people get yeah, people packing.
0: just yeah that does happen That's China. The guy who's about to commit suicide and somebody's mad because they're on their way home work and he's blocking traffic. He's blocking traffic so you just
1: throw him off the bridge. Yeah, exactly. That does
0: happen. That does happen. That happens a lot out there. We've seen it. We've seen it. You know. Maybe... Okay, we didn't see somebody throw somebody off a bridge, but you saw that.
1: You saw the mentality. Yeah. Yeah, it's...
0: It's it's not something I'd want to do. You know, and... uh, Hey, well, welcome to communism. You know, and my comment is in the midst of that There's that coldness that goes through the chinese culture and we're dealing with cultures here okay this is the u.s military right now where they're talking about sharing their feelings and white rage and my two moms and stuff uh, you know, making everything gender and racially, you, you know what? Yeah, military, okay? A bullet
1: does not care what your sexual preferences are, what your gender is. It doesn't give a dare. There about you go. That.
0: There you go. It is, a bullet is the most capitalist of all objects. It's indiscriminate. It's indiscriminate. It will kill anybody it comes in contact with. Including the person who fired it. Yep. I mean, if you don't know how to handle a gun, that bullet will kill you too. And what you find in a lot of these... I mean, I'll quick to point out just about how many guns the United States has. But you look at the culture out here. I mean, you know, the rednecks all over. They got guns left, right, and center.
1: There's nothing wrong with having a gun. I mean, no one complains about having a gun until somebody... Does a crime with them. In which case, there's already laws against it. That's why it's a crime.
0: Yeah. You can't make criminals obey laws. I mean, and let's be honest with us.
1: You want to do a dive into gun control? The only thing, if you were to completely ban guns today in the US, all you would do is flood the black market with guns, making them even more available to criminals.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's entirely counterproductive at this point. You know,
0: if you want people to obey laws, you can't make them stupid. I mean, we're we're living proof of that. I mean, we sit down and when we start to put a project together and it's on the iffy side of stuff, well, what's our first conversation? What can we do? What can't we do? What can we get away with? And what should we not try to get away with? Yeah. I mean, we literally have these conversations and some of the rules that the government has imposed in our industry are absurd. Absolutely absurd. So we do that. And sometimes the government creates a backdoor that they don't even necessarily know. And sometimes I think they do know. But it is what it is. So the U.S. military is really, I'm going to say this, is weak. And... With regards to the bullets being the most capitalist thing, the only thing I'm going to say is, you know, all these rednecks have all these guns all over the place, but there was a lot of different situations this past year over here that they should have gotten the guns out and started taking the government to task, and they didn't. They didn't. But everybody who was on the left side of things probably wouldn't have had a problem using them.
1: Nope.
0: Um, There's the paradox. Yeah okay maybe the United States has got more guns being a capitalist nation than any communist nation, but the communists are more likely to use them. Yep. And really, how many guns do you need to kill somebody? One. Yeah.
1: Does One? he you need to have bullets? Just start clubbing the guy with
0: it. Well, you know, as I've put it, I said you know a communist does more damage with a match than a uh, than a thousand uh, conservative capitalists do with uh, with guns. So. Taliban's the Klan victory. Nations that would appear all over the world are starting to take in refugees. What else is there? You know, I was kind of laughing. Uh, one of the nations taking in refugees is Canada. And have you followed any of the news up there?
1: Uh, Not really, no.
0: Yeah, well, they're going full bo- full-tilt communists, too. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're starting to go down that path that Australia's in.
1: Wait, they're taking in refugees from Afghanistan?
0: Yeah, 5,000 of them.
1: Wow. I mean, that's... Boy, well,
0: aren't the is going to be in for a surprise when they get off that plane or uh, boat or whatever it is. And they're standing there and they're looking. Everybody's still going to have to be covered up like with the niqab and the burqa. And you're going to have to still show the world your say, papers. They don't
1: have the freaking vaccinations out there, the freaking masks. Well, man, I, I, that's, 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 that's <laughs> irrelevant. That's can- irrelevant. Canada, Canada has got so far down the deep end in the name of COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised they want anything to all do with Australia these people.
0: Do. But but think about it though, logically though, for a second. Oh, Australia,
1: okay. Australia, Australia, Australia. At this point, is just penal. Uh, p- pen. How the- should I put it? P- Penalia. <laughs> it's just a penal unit
0: at this point. They've gone back to their penal colony roots. Yeah.
1: Did you just say we're no longer the nation of Australia? We're just the world's prison. Send us all your prisoners. Well, China was
0: complaining about their human rights violations.
1: Yeah, that that's bad. China's complaining about your human rights violation. Well, I
0: mean, you know, it's pretty bad when the pot can call the kettle black, you know? It's, no, at
1: this point, I think they're just doing an opportunism. Ha <laughs> ha, it's not just us.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. But, you know, here's my thing. you got to look at it from the, the perspective of these poor bastards coming out of Afghanistan. Oh, we're in Canada, the land of freedom, honey. You're going to have to mask up. Oh, we of Canada and the land of freedom. Show us your papers if you want to go into this grocery store. And they're standing there and they're going, well, shit, man, at least underneath the Taliban, all I had to do was say, and they'd let me into any supermarket. You know, and if my wife covered up with a face, at least they weren't trying to shove the world's largest freaking Q-tips up her nose to see whether or not she's sick.
1: That's about it.
0: I mean, this is the comedy of the situation. And it, this, again, like I said, welcome to government. At some point in time, a bunch of aging, overfed baby boomers from the me generation, that's what the 70s and the 60s were called, the hippies and the me generation, met up with a whole bunch of freaking bloomin' entitled, overindulged, spoiled rotten, Gen X's... And millennials and decided that hey, let's give communism another try.
1: It's not like there's past and current examples to show you why oh, that's no. bad, you know, China, North Korea,
0: or, pfft, but these Vietnam,
1: people, but USSR, these,
0: uh, and, and you know what's proof of this the United Kingdom has turned around, okay. Boris himself has said, hey. It's too early to start working with the Taliban. Let's let's just put that into perspective here for a second. That's like you and I. We would never say this, but that's like you and I saying it's too early to start filming with the child pornographers.
1: Yeah, that's.
0: <laughs> it's the same thing. You and I would never say that. No. Okay. As a matter of fact, because we're old school, you know how you and I would handle pornography.
1: Oh, that film's children? Yeah. Uh, you'd probably end up tied up in the back of some dumpster on pickup day.
0: That would be a nice way of putting it. Of course, for politically correct reasons, we'll say all he would be is tied up as just some sort of big prank, you know, and we wouldn't actually take it to the next step. let's leave that part at that. But the point you're getting at is we wouldn't do that. You know, we would never do that. And I've always said, you know, the world would be a much better place if you just let the mob run it. Um, But that's what they're doing. They're saying it's too early to start working with the Taliban. And get this, these are the same people who just prior to that had a conniption fit, a freak attack, that Donald Trump was trying to talk to the North Koreans.
1: Oh, it's only it only has to talk to them eventually.
0: Well, in North Korea's defense, they have nukes. Mm. Doesn't matter. They they're on the they're on the cusp of it. Yeah. But a govern a king government's kind of stupid, because they're trying to build and develop their own nuclear warheads. You know, if I was a nation, if if something happened tomorrow and I was put in charge of North Korea, and I wanted nukes. Okay, I am not from a governmental background. I would just simply get on the phone and call up the United States or China and say, hey, can we go buy... Russia. Su-
1: you know how many freaking lost... How many lost nukes there is in Russia?
0: I wouldn't even go looking for them. I would get on the phone with China. Or I'd get on the phone with the United States or somebody else and say, hi, can we buy 100 nuclear warheads from you? And I guarantee it, one of them would sell it to us.
1: Yeah, it would be pretty covert
0: to sneak it in. Sneak it in? I'd call the media and tell them we we'll are bring it all in. You'd have you'd have politicians saying, hey, look at how much money we've brought into the economy. North Korea is mm-hmm. our threat. They, they wrote down on a piece of paper that they'll never aim them at us. I
1: don't know about that. Nah, I'll just a take lot pot of shots. of trade, uh, trade embargoes against North Korea. Yeah,
0: and that's because they're not buying enough stuff. Let's be honest. We get into trouble. What's the first thing we try to do? Okay, not here in North America, but if we was in some place like, we'll pick on China again. We'll never do North Korea. But if we was in China, what's our first line of defense when dealing with the authorities? A bribery. bribery. <laughs> <laughs> and you're amazing how well it works.
1: Got Start pulling up bills. 50, in. 100, 200,
0: 300. Tell me when you're happy. And it's amazing. It's usually the whole roll in your hand. But that's how it works out there. Germany is also saying that... That's why uh, you
1: keep multiple small rolls. Yeah.
0: For bribery.
1: Just in case the first roll isn't enough, you pull out the second one.
0: Yeah. And you never pull it off of you. You look at your partner and say, Come on over here and he hands one. Because then they figure out real quick that you probably got multiple rolls on your body, right? Uh, Germany is saying that there's anywhere between 10 to 40,000 people left in Afghanistan with the right to German residency. 10 to 40,000. That's, you know, that number right off bat sits wrong with me because you don't know 10 to 40. What's this, your best guess?
1: Yeah, that's a very big margin of error. Yeah. Which leads me to
0: ask the question again, are you making this stuff up?
1: Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised
0: if they are. Well, Angela Merkel's a very successful politician. She's like a Teflon don. I mean, nothing sticks to her, right? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. There's definitely people over there. And I don't think they even know how many. That's. The, I'm going to call it on that. I don't think that Saki, Canada, the UK, Germany, or anybody else one of those places even has a clue as to how many are over there. And you know, if you and I was over there filming, not that we'd be there, the last thing we would probably try and do is to get out with everybody else. I could literally see you and I growing beards and putting on whatever garb is needed and walking out of there. Yep. You know, let's just start walking, we're in for a hell of a trip. We would ditch our porn... Very quick. I mean, that'd be gone in seconds. And I think that the uh, intelligent people probably did that. But, again, we're dealing with people, cattle, herd mentalities. And we're probably dealing with a lot of the stuff that you see in the United States. I mean, you know, some guy who's uh, morbidly obese, he's not going to be able to walk out of there.
1: No. No. I mean, they can barely walk to begin with.
0: Well, this is just it. My conspiracy theory on all of this stuff kind of comes to Trump and the election.
1: Okay. When I
0: look back at, you know, the whole election and everything that was going on, I'm going to say Trump had plenty of opportunity to make sure that the election was fair prior to the election. And I'm going to say that Trump had plenty of opportunity to argue it out, and to get things put
1: right. I don't think he wanted to win. It is a mess. I wouldn't want to be uh, in charge at this time.
0: Yeah. So all of a sudden, they roll out Biden, a man who... Uh, I- I'm not going to say he's suffering from dementia. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I am going to say that I think he's slowed down. And for me you know, nothing demonstrates more than the fact that there he was standing there with an ice cream cone eating it. Like, I mean, I think back to my grandfather, you know, it's just, yeah, let the kids play, and he's just standing there eating his ice cream cone and just kind of just enjoying the atmosphere. I think on any given day in the White House, he's just kind of, you know, there, not too concerned about anything. And that makes sense. He's been doing this for how long? I mean, he was the former vice president, he's not likely to get riled up about anything. Yeah. No. Uh, and I think Trump very much did not want to win that last election. And I think also that Trump is very much part of the establishment.
1: I mean, they're all buddy buddies when yeah. you get in.
0: Well, you know, there's lots of pictures of him with uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton. And I mean, he put millions into the dollars of politicians to get what he wants. I think that from day one this was all planned okay like I said I'm not a big fan of democracy but I also understand that baby boomers have been doing lunch for a very very long time and they get together and they talk and the information that they share is based upon what they believe and what they feel it's not necessarily whether it's factual or not and the vast majority of them get their information from the same sources that everybody else does, and that is going to be the media. They don't actually research it to any extent. No, they don't. No, it's, it's, it's sad, it's really sad. And this whole thing over here, the, the world's a cluster mess because of it. I think about the only good thing that actually has come out of it is they've actually finally pulled out of Afghanistan.
1: Yeah, one less war to
0: be in. One less war to be in. Um, the biggest differences that I see between Biden and Trump is that Biden is old school politics. And I think for Biden, it's still very much the 60s in his mind. I mean, he still uses the slang. Come on, man. I mean, yeah. you look at his 60 movies. Hey, man, that's cool. or whatnot. I mean, it's it's very much there. He's one step short of saying, oh, groovy. Um, his little weird personality quirks, the way he's a little too touchy-feely and all that, I mean, that that's from his generation completely. I think uh, Donald Trump, on the other hand, hasn't figured out that the 80s are over.
1: Hey, if he wants to bring back the 80s. Oh,
0: I'm all in favor of it. You know, bring back the 80s, hey, that'd be a great time to be uh, doing it again, but I don't see that happening. And I think that's a big, huge part. And I think that's something that's really going on. I mean, politics in the world today has been invaded. And, you know, we've seen this coming when this generation came into power. These weren't people who were technocrats. Okay, the numbers say this, I don't like it, but this is how it's going to be. No. This wasn't a group of people who were saying, hey, I don't care whether or not you agree with me.
1: This is what needs to be done.
0: Okay, I want to know if you can do the job. And us in our business, we're very much like that, especially when it comes to male talent. I don't like you. You make my skin crawl. But you could take a shoot and wrap it all up for us inside of 45 minutes because you're good at what you do. Okay, bang, great, thank you very much. Here's your money, I'll call you next week, get out. That's how we deal. Yep. And I think former people back to the 80s think guys like Ronald Reagan they were like that because you know I did a little bit of historical research and apparently Ronald Reagan did not like George Bush senior but they got they did the job for eight years I mean eight years with somebody I mean think about it if you were in jail with somebody that you hated in the same cell for eight years yeah boy yeah And you really got to think if you're government and you're the president of the United States, it's kind of like a prison term because everybody knows where you're coming and going. You mean you've got gods around you constantly, you know? So I think that's the whole thing. Um, I was also reading about the whole Afghanistan thing. and I was thinking maybe we should dip into this a little bit here is where is the outcry from all the feminists?
1: Where are you going with that?
0: Well, I was reading about this one woman. She used to play soccer for the Afghanistan national team, women's national soccer team. Mm-hmm. Fanous, I'm wondering if I'm saying it right. Fanous Basir. And right at the moment, she's in France. She's, uh, I can't pronounce that either. I think.
1: Pierre sur Mer
0: extra mail. thank you. You're a much better Frenchman than I am. And she's talking about she has no place over there, etc., etc. Now, you've got AOC, you got the squad, and all I hear coming from them are crickets. I mean, several months ago, you couldn't look at a woman the wrong way, and she got lambasted in the media. I mean, they were screaming for the head of Andrew Cuomo. But
1: is... Is there anything new about them being hypocritical? I mean, they only speak up if they think it benefits their own agenda. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's a given.
0: I'm going to use the the word, okay? What they are is a bunch of greedy whores. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's not politically correct to say that and at all. But it's You're true. saying
1: about not liking democracy. That, that's another reason why not to like democracy, because... Politicians, especially today, their interests aren't with the nation; they're with their own pockets. Here's the
0: thing. In our line of work, I've learned a few things. When it comes time to funding a project, right? I can get a hundred thousand dollars a lot easier from a millionaire than I can get ten dollars from a guy who makes forty thousand a year. If I want to get 10 bucks from a guy who makes 40,000 a year, I got to go down to the Wally parking lot with a sign on my back saying, I need money for food. Okay? And the odds are, I'm going to do it 20 cents at a time. Okay? That's a fact. Yep. Whereas if I can go to a guy who makes $10 million a year and say, look, I got this project that I want to invest in. Uh, based on my other stuff that made this amount of money, it might make money, it might not make money. You know how these things are. It's always a crap shoot. Not. Oh yeah? Okay. How much do you want? Well, cut me a check. It's easy. And I think when it comes to these politicians, my biggest problem is they're that pain in the neck where they're sourced, where they come from, most of them, is that they're these Incompetent, self-righteous, pain in the neck. Middle class. If you get the characters who make about thirty thousand dollars, if they're middle class and they make thirty thousand dollars a year, they're not too bad to deal with. But if they make, if they're middle class and they make seventy or eighty thousand dollars a year, they're royal pain in the neck. You can't tell them anything. They know better. They know what's right, and they know what's wrong. And these characters invariably start to move up. You, you see them in companies. They move into places of command inside of a company. And what do they do? They form little committees. And they have their little morning meetings where they drink the coffee, and they share what they feel about what's going on.
1: They basically want somebody to kiss their box.
0: Yeah, that's what a lot of it is. I'm important, and we're gonna tell me how important. You're gonna come to me with your problems. You're gonna, you're gonna take my advice. You're gonna do as I say because I know better. And they get into power, and this is democracy. Here they get into power because they win a popularity contest. And I'll pick on AOC. I mean, this woman has no skills. She has no competency in anything. And I say this to the average person. If AOC broke down at the side of the road, okay, if she got a flat tire, do you think she could change it?
1: Well, honestly, I think a flat tire is easy enough. Anyone should be able to do it. But, yeah, I see where you're going. You're
0: yeah, feeling. okay. Do you think she could change the oil in her car? No. Uh, So, she's there, she's young, she smiles, and at some point in time, she figured out if she smiles and looks pretty and tells people what they want to hear, she's going to be elected.
1: So she started doing that.
0: So she started doing that, and she came into office. She just smiles real nice. Oh, look at me. I'm a nice person. I'm smart. And she constantly repeats the same old tired slogans. I mean, she, she probably goes to Twitter and whatnot and just says, what's the popular slogans of today?
1: I mean, if tomorrow... It's worth the Politicians come off so hypocritical all the time. Yeah. And they're constantly just changing their discourse based on what's the latest popular trend. Yeah.
0: That's all they do. That's all they do. Whatever you believe. And that's then they tell it. They have no skills, whatsoever. They have less skills than Hunter Biden does as an artist. Okay, really. And you get around this upper middle class, and you find half of them are strewed out on prescription drugs. Uh, they do very little work. I mean, you know the old saying, "Let's do lunch." They do that. And these are the people that are making policies. They really are. You know, the funny thing about it is, in our line of work, we can deal with the lower classes. They have skills. Yeah. Life demands it. You know, the guy looks at it, it's going to cost me, what, 40 bucks to change my oil? I better figure out how to get under the car and do it myself. Yep. Yeah. Uh, geez, it's gonna cost me how much to paint my house?
1: Better figure out how to do it myself.
0: Uh, you know, we were in that one girl's home there and she redid her whole place, painted it, and everything else. And you know, said, Geez, it must have cost you a fortune. It looked great, right? Yeah, and she turns around and she says, No, nope, I went dumpster diving. Everything in her home she got from a dumpster, including the paint. It looked great, didn't it? Yep, skills. And she works for us, it gives a great scene. Um, uh, so. The lower class you could deal with. The upper, upper class, the biggest problem, and I've, I've always said this, with the upper, upper class, the wealthy people, they will give you this shit right off your back. Because they can always buy another shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I think it was Michael Moore, and I may have this wrong, and I may even have the story slightly wrong, but the gist of it is there. Michael Moore was doing a documentary or something on a rich guy. And he was talking about the poor working conditions in a factory. And the guy said, that's horrible. Somebody should do something. And Michael Moore looks him in the face. You own the factory.
1: I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. There was a um, court case a few years ago where Monsanto sued itself. I'm not surprised. It's. They have so many assets and they're so large. It's.
0: But this is what goes on with the wealthy people. You think, like in the case of Afghanistan's problem here, it's a mess today not because of the wealthy people and not because of the poor people. The poor people are the people in Afghanistan. The wealthy people, they have no clue what's going on there. It's a mess today because of the politicians. Plain and simple. The wealthy people don't take stock of it. They're out to lunch.
1: They could care less.
0: They could care less. It's not part of them. It's like all of the lockdowns that are going on in here. Do you really think that you ha- that you change the lifestyle for anybody who makes more than a million bucks
1: a year? No. Not a cent. Not you a just cent. look at your own politicians.
0: Yeah. They still go where they want. They still have their friends over. They don't mask up. They don't do anything. Uh, you Get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. Maybe. They got it. If they got around to it. Really. I mean, they're just clueless on this whole thing. And that's what's going on with Afghanistan. I mean, they're not the ones putting any pressure on the government. What the government is doing is what it always does. It says, hey, they got stuff. And this is the heart of what's going on in Afghanistan. Afghanistan has got stuff that the government wants to control. Oil. Well... First, it was the drugs. Yeah. I mean, the Taliban practically shut down the entire opium trade. Now it's at record levels. We've got an opioid epidemic in the world. Right? So, Big Pharma. Yeah. Uh, and I speculate the CIA as well because, you know, it doesn't take much research to find out that they were funding a lot of their operations through the illegal drug trade. Uh, China wants to get access to the minerals. So we have this mess there. And there's always been a talk about putting an oil pipeline through the place. Right? Yeah. So they got that mess going over there. And that's what government does. They created the mess. The people in Afghanistan don't give a damn about any of that no, stuff. No, they just
1: want to go back to uh, herding their sheep. Yeah. They got there's a few big cities.
0: Of- they got a big city out there, Kabul. But point is, for the majority of them, what do they want? They want what everybody else was. They want to live indoors. They want to make babies. Peace and quiet. Yeah.
1: But now with the U.S. pulling out, they've armed the Taliban, and they're hanging people with freaking uh, Black Hawk helicopters. Hanging them. Yeah, Yeah. I've
0: seen that. I saw the photos in the video. They're literally tying a rope around a guy's neck, and they're... Taking off, yeah. Well, congratulations. The Taliban just became a government. (laughs)
1: You would think the U.S. would at least scuttle their hardware before
0: leaving. Well, now you see, that would just make sense, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, government. Incompetent as usual.
0: And, you know, I'm sure there was probably a lot of soldiers that were sitting there saying to their commanding officers, you know, we could blow this stuff up here before we leave.
1: Yeah. And The
0: commanding officer. You're
1: leaving back ammunition to do it. I mean,
0: you know, what's going to take the set the ammunition going, you know? Let's just throw in a freaking blooming darn, you know, grenade or two or whatnot and blow this whole thing up. just
1: drop it in the cockpit and walk away.
0: we got gasoline. Let's just pour it all over everything and throw in a, a flare. Yeah.
1: They might still be able to fix it with enough parts from enough machines, but it's going to take them a while.
0: You got it. And while they're fixing, they're preoccupied with other stuff, but, you know. But, yeah, congratulations. This is the sort of stuff, because... This kinda goes on when you got government. Right now they say, Oh, it's lawless, it's this No it ain't. They've got lots of laws. No. Yeah. They got guns. That's how it works. Taliban
1: are enforcing their version of order. And that's just it.
0: You know, who who makes the rules? You know, we could talk about, you know, democracy, we talk about, you know, diplomacy, we talk about negotiation, but at the end of the day, it's the guy who points a gun at your head who gets to make the rules. Yep. And if you think that doesn't happen here in the United States, I mean, that's all that it does. It's... The whole United States is is predicated on the fact that you do what we tell you to do because we got guns. You know? Look at the police officers. Yeah,
1: that's why law enforcement is armed. and.
0: Yeah, when they come knocking at your door, it's not... Hi, we heard some noise and we thought we could come in here and talk about it. You know, have you ever had a police officer come to your door when you were playing the music a little too loud and say, let's discuss it? No, his his thing is, we've had some complaints. Can you turn the music down now? Yep. Okay, and what do you got standing at the door? I mean, you ever look at a police officer at your
1: door? It's usually more than one.
0: Well, it's more than one. Uh, He's got the bulletproof vest on. Uh, he's got... Uh, potentially
1: a hand on his sidearm.
0: He's got a gun. Okay. He's got uh, a taser. He's got pepper spray. He's got bat. He's got a bat. He's got, I got mean, a body
1: cam. He's got he's, radio.
0: He's, I mean, yeah, well, this is it. He's got radio if I need to summon more of me. I mean, think about it this way. If somebody else showed up at your door with that many weapons on and body gear, to be terrified. What would you do? We think he's gonna tr- rob you, kill you, or something. Would you trust him? No, Never in a million years. Yeah, and I, and I will say this much: I trust the military more than I trust the police. Yeah. And I... my 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 reason for that is people get into the military because a, a big huge part of it is. I need a job.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I gotta get a trade. That's what they do it for. It's medical and dental. The police.
1: I am the law. Yeah. It's an ego trick. Yeah.
0: But we're nice police officers. We help out uh, long lost children. Yeah, we've seen those posts on Facebook. And about one in every 200,000 of a police officer breaking somebody's face open. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the George Floyd stuff.
1: No. Okay.
0: So the Taliban is now government. Congratulations, okay? All of these guys now are
1: policemen. Yep, that's their version of law enforcement. Yeah,
0: they're, they're going to make sure that the public is so scared of them and so terrified of them that they will do whatever they tell them to do. And I think, in you know, honestly... That all the governments in the world want that, because now they can sit back, like Boris Johnson said. It's not time for us to start working with the Taliban. No, what it means is, and this is my whole aspect, yeah, you know, my take on it is that they're saying is wait till the Taliban totally take all the control. They're in the government office. They've got police officers walking around. And everybody's got their head down and doing as they're told. Then we'll start working with them. And I think there's probably been a whole lot of other politics behind this and they're sitting back and just simply saying, hey, it's time now to start milking Afghanistan dry. Screw the people.
1: They don't care. Yeah.
0: And that's why AOC uh, and all of
1: them are But just, frankly, why should they care? I mean, ultimately, the goal of any nation should be... Their own people first.
0: Yeah. Then why are we being told about it? I don't know. Why were we there in the first place? I don't know. At no point in time, and this is the whole thing, Afghanistan represents exactly everything that's wrong with government. Because at no point in time did any government put put its own people first. I mean, think about it. We wouldn't have been there if they put us first.
1: Yeah. I mean, our soldiers are us. You want to put them in a danger zone? Would you stop
0: and consider it for a moment? They sold, we got to go to Afghanistan and help those poor people out there. Okay, I got a great idea. Before you go over there, why don't you get the military guys to go to New York City and start getting the homeless off the streets. Start treating them. Start cleaning them up. Teach them trades and how to Clean deal with their problems. Clean your own
1: backyard first. Exactly. And it's something I think a lot like, oh, we're bringing in X amount of refugees. We're going to house them on government housing, all that stuff. I'm like, How dare you do that when you have your own free- citizens out on the streets, homeless, not being taken care of? Right? Absolutely. That's unacceptable for you to bring in foreign nationals when you're not giving that same level of care to your own citizens. Absolutely.
0: And in fact they're doing it worse right now because what they've done to their citizens, done to their citizens in the world is you've put them under house arrest. You've locked yeah. them up.
1: I mean <laughs> You're releasing criminals from prison and you're putting your citizens in prison. You've locked them up, you've treated them like dead. Then they treated criminals. Meanwhile the
0: actual criminals are letting out of jail. You know, I think something that anybody listening to this should let something sink in here for a moment. If there was a government official in this room with us right now. And also in the room, we had Joe the plumber. And also in the room, we had Frank the homeless guy. Okay? Who do you think the government would want to cut a deal with first? Hmm. Think about it logically for a moment. You know who he'd cut a deal with first? Us.
1: What makes you say that?
0: Well, let's put it this way. What can Joe the Plumber provide the government? Not much. Clean his toilet?
1: Yeah. But the thing is... Politicians don't generally want to be known for associating with... Yeah, but they
0: do it all the time. Come on. I mean, we got a whole list of wealthy people over here that managed to sneak money into our pockets so that we could produce exotic content for them. Not only that, like, I mean, I was laughing at our other broadcast over there with uh, Cuomo saying, hey, why didn't you call me up? I could have provided you with whatever you was looking for, okay? And all you would have gotten at the end of the day was a girl saying, that's going to cost you another hundred bucks to make me shut up and go away. Think about it. Yep. They'd come to us because we could furnish them with actors, film equipment, contacts, I mean, if the Democrat Party came to us, because they remember when he was running for election, there was this whole big pack about Trump had been in pee videos. I mean, if they had come to us, how hard would it have been for us to fake a Donald Trump getting peed on? Not. Not. We could have done the whole thing. We could have made it more realistic than Hollywood. No CGI, nothing involved in it gotta Get somebody
1: like, who looks like him, put in some bad lighting, get a shitty camera.
0: You got it. Right there. Right there. Right there. So who's the government going to deal with first? Us. Us. Because you see, the government just wants what it wants. And it wants to get it now. Joe the plumber can't provide that. And the only time Frank, the homeless guy, is going to come into the play is when they come to us and we say, we're not doing business with you. And there's nobody else to do it. They're going to go... Joe the plumber, tell him what a bunch of dirtbags we are, get him convinced that Frank the homeless guy is homeless because of us, and Joe the plumber is going to come through our door and smash up our equipment and look to kill us. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Congratulations. Now you understand Afghanistan from the perspective of adult industry. Think about it. This is what went on from day one. Afghanistan had something that the governments wanted. And then they turned around and they went to the media and they played all their little baby boomer click games because that's exactly what's going on. I mean, none of these people had any type of common sense at any point in time. They formed, And that's what you saw. This is We knew this day was coming. We knew it was coming. This is not the generation of World War II. They sat down and they said, well, I think this and I feel that because they came from that, that more affluent middle class. They started to form these little committees, a.k.a. high school cliques. They shared their opinions. They shared their feelings. And then they started to do what they always do. And that is find a way to get what they want. So they did that. Then the rich people come over and they go, oh, well, geez, I can buy that lithium from Afghanistan at how much? Oh, I'll start a factory in it and I'll make millions. They've never stopped to think about it for two seconds. The Afghanistani people, I'm going to be blunt. Yeah, goat farmers, poor people. What are they doing? They're digging the ground trying to get through day by day. Yep. That's it. Right there. The sad, scary fact in this world here is if you stuck us, the adult industry, filmmakers, in a room full of Joe averages, Joe and Jane averages, and the government had an objective that they wanted to acquire, they would look at us first. They would denounce us. They'd lambaste us, but they would come to us and say, what can you do for us? This is how, what, what I need accomplished. Can you do this? And you know it. You know it. So, yeah. Now we have Black Hawk helicopters, which could have been blown up, which could have been removed, which could have been anything. You know, going out there, hanging people.
1: Heck, they could have taken a page from the Taliban book and rigged them to blow up. Yeah. A bunch of Taliban, and get in the freaking uh, Black Hawk, turn the key, anything. It could have been a thousand more ways.
0: But the soldiers were like, well, I wasn't ordered to do it, so I'm not going to get involved. And that went right up the chain until eventually you started hitting the politics. So, it is what it is now, right? Yep. I guess that's about as far as we can go on that yeah, subject of Afghanistan. We we've talked
1: to Stand back to death.
0: Yeah, we've, we've done that. Anyway, we'll talk to everybody next time, and what the next subject will be, will, will be. Depends on what's the current news. What the current news is. Y'all have a great time.
1: Bye.